Okay, hey everyone. I hope everything is well. So, a few days ago, I was talking with a friend about Agatha Christie, and this got me thinking about the popularity of mystery novels. So, well, I thought I'd reflect on this a bit. Here goes then. Okay, so I'm not sure if this is exactly accurate, but I read somewhere that Agatha Christie has sold upwards of 4 billion books, which seems crazy. Or The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes by Arthur Conan Doyle, just that one series, has sold over 60 million copies. Now, this makes me ask why it is we're so attracted to mystery novels. What is it that makes them so appealing? Well, so I can think of at least two important reasons why we like them so much. First, it's because most of these sorts of novels usually end with a discovery of the killer and his or her capture. Now, this is satisfying, of course, because what it gives us is a sense that justice has been rightly served. In other words, these sorts of endings appeal to our desire for fairness and for rightful punishment. It's comforting to know that the scales of justice have been balanced and all the mess has been cleaned up. Now, but the question is, exactly why is this so comforting? Well, I would say it's because this just isn't something that we get from real life. In real life, many of the transgressors, the guilty, they get away with their crime. The evil sometimes prosper and the good often suffer a theme that goes back to at least the book of Job, right? Anyway, the point is, is that the reason we feel so satisfied knowing that the bad guy will get caught is because it's something denied to us in reality, and which we get nothing but resentful over. So, mystery novels give us something we so desperately want that's not always available to us in our lives, namely, justice. That's to say, they relieve us of our anxiety by setting the scales straight. Okay, so I think that the other major reason that mystery novels are so appealing to us has to do with the fact that they usually offer us a complete explanation of everything. Or, to put it another way, maybe, what they ultimately give us, if we hang on long enough, is a coherent narrative. Now, that's extremely psychologically satisfying. That's to say, there's something satisfying about the revealing of a fully coherent narrative into which all the descriptions and events in that novel ultimately fit. Or again, to put it another way, there's something appealing about the end of these novels where we get the full solution to the crimes and its complete explanation which includes seeing how every single thing fits into that final explanation. In other words, we see how everything is connected, which includes not only the plethora of scattered detail throughout the novel, but also the subplots and the red herrings. Heck, even the the detours and seemingly insignificant details ultimately begin to make sense. Everything is there for a reason. Everything serves the story. Everything is there in one way or another to explain the mystery. Everything moves towards that common goal. So, I think you could say that all elements of a mystery novel are significant and meaningful. 
Actually, you know, this reminds me a bit of what Aristotle said in his uh, super influential book, The Poetics. There, he essentially says that a good story should contain no superfluous elements, that every detail should be necessary. The way he said it was that a good story must have unity. And he even talked about it in terms of having organic unity. Now, why organic? Well, because he compares the workings or elements of a good story to a living organism. What he says is that just like a a living organism, where every body part is working together and related to each other and to the animal as a whole, so too in a good story should the various incidents and events bear a connected and harmonious relationship to one another and to the whole. So, just as in an animal where every body part is essential for its life, and so can't be removed without causing it injury. So it's also the case with a good story. Namely, everything about it is so essential that were you to take out a part of it, you'd cause it great injury. Okay, but anyway, so back to what I was saying about mystery novels. I was saying that an important part of their appeal is that they eventually reveal to us how everything's connected and and fully explainable. Now, why exactly is that so appealing? Well, again, it's because it's not something that we get in real life, is it? Whether it has to do with our own personal life or with existence as a whole, in real life, we're just not guaranteed that a coherent narrative is coming one that will make sense of everything that's happened to us or to the world. Reality just doesn't provide us with nicely tied bows, but rather what it gives us is often just a bunch of loose ends. Despite our attempt to try to tell consistent stories about ourselves, not everything is in fact coherent about us or life itself. And things in reality don't seem necessary or essential, do they? No, they often seem contingent and arbitrary and chance-like. But again, this is why we're so attracted to many types of artworks, because they give us a world we can inhabit where necessity rules and where things are always ultimately explainable. I mean, on the topic of necessity, think about music for a second. Think about how we feel when listening to a a bit of music where each note in the melody just seems to lead to the next one with a necessity. It's as if each note had to be that way and in that sequence and just couldn't have been anything else. Think of how aesthetically pleasing that is, how beautiful it is, how much it moves us. We just want to live in it forever. We don't want to go back to our messy lives, one without flow, and where it's difficult to make heads or tails of things. Well, this is also why we return to Miss Marples. Because she promises that there's an explanation for everything, and that every single thing has its proper place in it. (laughs) 